The following podcast contains strong language and is intended for a mature audience. You're listening to the Diffusing Cocast Season 2. Six. We're back. We're back. We're back. And we don't know which episode this is, but we'll pretend it's episode six, nine, ten, because Microsoft just went from eight to ten because they don't know how to count. Dude, why? Like. And I had a bad joke, but I'm not going to say it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, before it shows up on some other form of media, you might as well say it. No. Before someone else. Seven, eight, nine. So there is no nine, because seven, eight. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. We're back in 2002. Like, okay, we have Swati, and we have Abhir, and we have Fala, and this is me, Aniket, and... We decided to do another episode after, I don't know, a billion years. We all years. watched Heather and we needed... And then Modi went to the US yeah. and a lot of stuff happened. So we had to do an episode. So we're going to start off with our first uh, agenda. First thing on agenda today, that is Modi in the USA. Modi in the USA. <laughs> I think that was the only thing that, that, that was remaining, you know, that, that, that didn't happen. No, he did play Born in the USA to the concert that <laughs> he was at. What? Yeah, the yeah, whole the, the whole point. Madison Square Garden, they played Bruce Springsteen Born in the USA <laughs> to the whole audience. Wow. And they had dance numbers and they had Miss America being the MC for the night. And then Hugh Jackman. And then Hugh Jackman was at a different was the other one. I was the other global one. citizenship thing. Global citizenship concert. But one of the interesting wow. points that came out of that is people comparing... Modi to Ronald Reagan, where if you draw well, patterns... Ronald Reagan wasn't Gujarati and didn't know Dandia. No, but there, there, there are a lot of common things because both were obsessed with Star Wars. Like Reagan called... I don't Russia. think Modi was obsessed with Star Wars. I don't, they know, mis- I don't think he knows what Star Wars they, is. They both misunderstood like the Star Wars they context. They probably told him, hey, Modi bhai, Modi bhai, upar ja ke na. Made the force bitu bolna. Yeah, idam rapchik lagenga. That's what he went and did, man. He didn't know Luke Jackman! Luke Jackman, my friend! Luke Jackman! Okay, I am Indian. I'm very, I'm a very proud Indian because I know if I say I'm not proud, people will start commenting saying, Hey, Pakistani, go back to Pakistan. I don't want to go to Pakistan. But I couldn't keep a straight face when he was speaking during that thing. It was like too funny. Like, I, I just couldn't like, I know whatever he was saying was pretty serious. But it's not stuff we haven't heard before. Like, well, there's this darker side to what Modi's visit, even to the whole Modi visit to the USA. There are a few drugs, especially for cancer and HIV AIDS, which were regularized by the previous UPA government. And the price was controlled. Like a drug used to cost 8,000 rupees then because there was government control on the prices. Unknown to a lot of people, these drugs suddenly skyrocketed to about 1,8,000 rupees. That's a 1 lakh rupee increase on one drug. It's better to die of cancer than, you know, ridicule... Ridiculously pay one lakh eight thousand for something. I mean, that is something that went completely unnoticed, and for some strange reason, and I don't know why this happened exactly during the time Modi was in the USA, meeting uh, CEOs of pharmaceutical companies and whatnot. So yeah, and everybody sort of forgot the fact that he was banned from entering the country for like. I I don't even care about that honestly, because I think if. We as a nation have uh, selected him as a prime minister after all his history and Mm. all of that. I don't think the other people have any right to refuse that anymore, you know, because he's a sovereign leader of our country. 
So we can't you change can't that. Unless you're like King Jong-un. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> then I would really like to see But a movie of Seth Rogen and James Franco coming down to Gujarat. Hey! hey. hey. No, 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 no. Shut up, Pakistani. Pala go back to Pakistan. Labange! Labange! Kashmir! I think it was a little stupid of Rajdeep Sardis had to fight with those guys. Those guys are the same guys. They're the exact same guys who go to that first post comment box. on an article about say pink ponies and they were like this is from rahul gandhi rahul gandhi is italian rahul gandhi's mom is italian rahul gandhi is stupid arvind kejriwal is stupid jay namo they don't get context this for them context is not there in the dictionary no, but this guy is like screaming out to them that you have money you don't have class he's telling them in like on video that's what he's telling that's them like, obviously i mean what do you expect I, I, to now happen? people will hate me but that's like half of gujarati <laughs> like look at ambani there goes a gujarati audience look at ambani so there is a brilliant movie uh, called heather which is vishal bharadwaj's adaptation of hamlet like his adaptation of othello which was omkara which was makbool this was haider even we watched the movie a couple of days later but then me social media all went crazy yeah, about yeah, it yeah that is one of the reasons i watched oh, the movie shit, actually yeah, exactly. I thought it's going to be one of those movies I watch on DVD because I was traveling at that point of time, but I think I was on Twitter. Like and people I... went crazy saying that it's today. There were two sides to the argument. One was saying it's Vishal Bharadwaj's best movie. It's like a masterpiece and it's the best movie it's ever come out of India and shit like that. And the other side, you had people saying ban the movie because it's anti. See, um, I caught the film. I think the day it released, it was no. Yeah, the day it released, we the day after. I watched Bang Bang from the previous day. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> so um so there was relatively a bit of buzz that was going around for a while so uh when i caught the film i i loved it i'll be honest it was one of it, it has its flaws i'm not saying it doesn't but as a film to watch and what i've seen in the recent past oh, yeah. this year it was a lovely film to watch i i i watched the film after all of you did swati and i watched the film together and uh i don't know i mean it it the first half was really interesting and i have read bashrat p's work before it was damn interesting the film was Damn engrossing, but I don't think it's Vishal Bharadwaj's best film or I mean, even close to his best film. Like, okay, example, now I'm okay. There's a reason for that. I like Matruki Bijli Ka Mandol. Exactly. <laughs> so I, so I don't think consider like, that is worst film, and yeah. I've probably seen that movie twenty times. I own the DVD. Like, yeah. I can go back to Matruki. It has so much like so many times. That the director is capable of so much more. But I think you know sometimes you play for the audience. audience mm-hmm. yeah, you play yeah. to the audience. This is what is him like. Jizzing for the audience so that the audience gets the film and whatever. I actually disagree with Aniket. I kind of like the first, second half a lot more because. I thought the, the second half was too emotional. Yeah, no, the chance. first mm. half was very. First, for the lack of a better word, not in sync. It was kind of slow, and I hate to say mm. that, but the second half was so spot on and. It was just perfect, and it was raw, and it was dark, and it was. But there was like, Hamlet. One yeah. one of my questions. Seven, is, second half was Hamlet. Yeah, one of my questions about the film is like, what was wrong with K K Menon's face? <laughs> what was wrong with there K K Menon? You don't take a character, you don't take an actor like K K Menon and use him like that. It is no, the worst use of K K Menon. It's like buying. No, oh, I I beg to differ. Worst use of K K Menon is Drona. <laughs> Listen, I mean, not everyone watched Drona. I, I, I watched it in world class. Just imagine, a friend of mine took us. I didn't pay for it. Okay, so that's fine. That's all right. Box office collection. I did some five hundred rupees from. Not five hundred. You know, we, we, there were thirty-two of us. We booked out the I entire Audi. <laughs> It's gold class, so they so are only going to be. So all the box office collections. So now you know why Drona made money. Yeah. 
<laughs> but like like any normal person would I watched Heather while I was an acid <laughs> again things we can't do legally in India yeah. but we do it the problem with our, our country is that we take good acting performance to mean good film hmm. I I agree that Tabu and Shahid Kapoor's performances were like out of this world but that does not directly mean that it's a good film overall okay for me i have a different way of looking at it for me it is in a pile of shit anything that's good is going to yeah. look brilliant on screen and we shouldn't really uh, value fala's opinion at this point since he was obviously under the influence you watched it a second time i think oh, no, i watched it a second time but i <laughs> no i think I tabu and shahid kapoor did a fantastic job but i think it's that problem in indian movies that anything that's remotely good is because the other movie that released with it is bang bang and mm-hmm. out of the four people here the only person who's watching is abhin and abhin watches abhin. anything is the same guy who watches drona indian cinema is so bad you go and watch this one but anyway no i'm saying it's not a phenomenally brilliant film for it to be considered you know the best film made and mm-hmm. there are a lot of other films made exactly. about kashmir to me kamine is a way better movie vishal bharadwaj movie for yeah and if you take kashmir uh, as a thing Uh, there's marches if gulzar there's marches by yeah. vishal bharadwaj then there are two phenomenally brilliant movies inshallah for football and inshallah kashmir one of them is a uh, i think both of them are mission kashmir won't be counted won't it no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we observe a minute silence for the passing of fala's brain mission kashmir no no sham rang bumaro i hope you survive getting back to her one of my other issues with the film was vishal bhat was they call him the most original filmmaker whatever but this film was like every second minute there was a tarantino reference like the I way the tabu kills himself about... is the exact same sequence how tarantino kills himself in django and jane no that's exactly how tabu kills her kills herself in hutu uh, tu What is that movie? With Tutu, Anil Kapoor, no, no, with Sunil Shetty, and Nana Patekar. Sunil Shetty, I'm ruining it for everyone who hasn't watched Tutu. You should watch it. It's a phenomenally. You probably won't, but still. Sunil Shetty and Tabu basically tie bombs to themselves and blow themselves up. No, my problems with Hyderabad were not so intrinsically with the narrative. You know, I'm telling you, I love the first half. I love the movie too. I I love the starting. I mean, I love the first half because it was, it was well. written well na- narrated it well when uh, it well it went well what am i saying it went well whereas the second half you know you can put on the entire second half into that one song which shahid kapoor dances to i love that song that song was brilliant beautiful yeah. how it was so i, I think enough. vishal bharadwaj should go back to being a music director cuz he's phenomenal <coughs> in being in giving music and also like the grave digger song was, was so, so brilliant yeah, yeah. like yeah. i think that outdid anything else in that the particular song, yeah. movie when Hyder goes to the thing and Hyder Raja, तेरे cover में सो जाए ना what? Oh by the way, uh, for everybody who hasn't watched it, major spoiler alert now because <laughs> we've kind of ruined the given up the climax. Pretty much everything, the entire plot is now on the pod. Oh yeah, Tabu dies like most of the movies. But how many of you would agree that Hyder was one of the best comedies that has come out of this country? Fala, so darkly comic. I mean, you're the only one who thinks about that. The only thing comic about it, which I loved, was Salman Khan. Oh my God! Oh my God! The film is that is like Vishal Bharadwaj telling Ben to kill him. Die. No, but the thing is, the film is if you if you like really pay attention to the dialogue, it has so many funny dialogues. It does. Like it's laden with dark humor. And that is made to spar into a word which everyone in India will use. I mean, for ridiculous things. There's a scoop of particular to spar. 
and actually they pronounce it wrong it's hutspa actually if you it's ah, yeah, intelligent <laughs> <laughs> no but the so thing is chutspa is basically him saying chutiapa but chutiapa, people but don't get that and now yeah. uh, scoopoop actually has an article hmm. which is 15 chutspas that indians do every day hmm. That is Vishal Bharadwaj's contribution to this country in the year 2014. Oh, Chutspa. That is um. That's India's misperceived <coughs> contribution of Heather. Actually, that's not the whole thing. I think the movie lacked Chutspa because I'm going to sound intellectual and use that word. <laughs> it lacked Chutspa simply because okay, now I'm not going to ruin the ending because we have ruined most of it. Yeah. Okay, fine. I ruin the ending. Which Shai Kapoor doesn't die, and neither does. They mortally wounded, but they don't die. They will die because everyone dies eventually. Yeah, that's the truth about life. They will have to die someday. They don't die in the movie. So my thing was that in Hamlet it was different. In Hamlet it was the lead, the 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 main character was indecisive. He couldn't decide. He was like to be or not to be. Like he was all, all he was always thinking. On here he forgives and forgets. Like. intikam or revenge he doesn't take revenge hmm. so th- there's a huge shift from that and for me like the way they built up shahid kapoor's character through the first half and then in the second half he's dancing and whatever he's so angry with the whole thing and his dad is like dad's ghost is coming and tell him bro go kill them <coughs> go kill him go kill my brother give your power uh, give your give your mother cuz hmm. she will whatever suffer the pains of her but here ghost was replaced by irfan khan by Which is pretty cool. I really like yeah. Irfan Khan's entry into the movie. Like, wow, mm. Irfan Khan has some brilliant screen presence. Even though he was a whatever guest appearance or whatever in the movie, he's so phenomenally good. Mm. And I know what you said. His backstory is like backstory the gold, gold watch. Walken ghost, gold, gold, gold watch story from Pulp Fiction. But he didn't stick a watch inside his ass, <laughs> so it can't be the same. He's stuck in electric wire. There's a difference. <laughs> and there, there were a lot of cuts in the movie. I yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think because the whole Tabu Shahid Kapoor angle, a lot of it was cut. I mean, what we saw. on screen yeah was a little unsettling but from what we were there were 44 cuts yeah uh, there's a lot of mm. there's a lot more intimate scenes Seems between a mother yes. and a child yeah. which vishal bharadwaj was hinting at something which was completely removed from the film which is there in the original like in the source material yeah. as well which is i there love is... how well they portrayed that without giving too much away yeah but that... then like again it's the whole deedishka thing you know like mm, yeah exactly mm-hmm. like because we're so scared of losing out on that major audience we'll never say it exactly. out yeah mera dost which shada kapoor in the film opinions i'm glad she died Yeah. Yeah. I wish that was real. That ends. I, mean, I can never look at a ball of wool in the same way again. Oh, well, like, actually, I was wasn't really scared. I, I it wasn't scary. It was just like I'm like, just as in like most I mean, of the film was unsettling. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. whole movie was unsettling. unsettling. Like yeah. Amir Bashir's character, the the Shadak Kapoor's brother, mm-hmm. when he comes back from Bangalore. Oh, by the way, that was but the Bangalore, Bangalore sequence was like I just put me off. Did we have flyovers back then, like in the ninety five? Did we have flyovers? We didn't have that Domlut flyover back then in nineteen ninety five. We did not have that. Diamond District didn't exist in nineteen ninety five. Exactly. Diamond District is flashing. Wow, dude! Bangalore is gleaming in all its prime. We're like, wow. Why the dream next to Diamond District is also there? Anyway, they sort of got Bangalore right. It's a dream with glass buildings. And flyovers, which don't work. Anyway, but his character was also so underused. Like that, that guy had has so much depth in his eyes. Every time he like that, the moment he sees his dead brother and he sees uh, Khuram in this uh, KK man in 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 the funeral parlor, whatever, and he just goes and pounces on him and starts hitting hitting him. Though it's not his fault, but he just thinks of it as like Hyder Khuram is Hyder's uncle. I'm gonna like punish him. Mm. 
and the next part and the next very next funeral scene which i think is also because of editing they edited yeah. out certain yeah, parts exactly. is shadha kapoor's funeral that was again a very touching mm. scene but yeah the ending was a complete tarantinoesque uh grave diggers pulling out guns and shooting the fuck out of uh, the indian army and the other separatists i don't know why it gave me remind me a little bit of skyfall i have no idea why it's <laughs> <laughs> one a funny story about you know uh, i think it was albert finney who played his that caretaker mm. in skyfall yeah. it was supposed to be uh, apparently sean connery was supposed to be cast oh, shit. so yeah. and sean connery walked out because of health concerns and he already albert agreed so there's that one line he says you ready old man and sean connery was supposed, supposed to say i was ready before you even born son <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a nice yes. non would have been a very nice Yeah, yeah, but I was in a theater with a bunch of idiots, mm-hmm. like you know, who had he pulls out his dad's guns, like Alan Bond and stuff. Like, bro, what does AB stand for? And the guy on the back is shouting "Under Bond," and you're like, what the hell is wrong with you people? One thing I'd really like to recommend about Heather is like rewatch it, thinking of it as a comedy, and no, you should rewatch it. I will rewatch it definitely, but but it's not a comedy. It's it is a dark a comedy. comedy, is what I'd say. It is not a dark comedy. It's it very unsettling to be a comedy in any sense. Like the only. Comic parts of it are those two Salman brothers. No, but no, which is, which is basically Vishal Bharadwaj saying fuck you Salman, fuck you Salman, Salman. and but Salman fans. It's a fuck you to both of them. And they both die. So they both die, and the and the uh, the policemen. I mean the army people who uh, torture people also watch Salman Khan movies. Yeah. So it's like so they're showing the mentality of Salman, Salman Khan fans. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I think is a brilliant film confused. in the recent uh, past in Bo- Bollywood I watched was. Finding Fanny. Mm. It was an English language film. I was I unfortunately walked into a theater where they were playing it in Hindi. <laughs> so I watched. Okay, that is the worst Fanny. way to watch Finding Fanny. <laughs> I have to rewatch. Finding Fanny is one of those films which you know are bound to be bad. They're bound because it's written by the same guy who's Ooh. directed Cocktail, Cocktail and Being Cyrus. Now Being Cyrus is phenomenally insane, yeah. and Cocktail is the polar opposite of that. So. Finding Fanny can go either way. I still, I you know, I still maintain that. Like, I watched Cocktail. I hated it because I walked in thinking of Homi Ajayanya. Yeah. Being Cyrus. Being Cyrus. So, um, the thing I still maintain that he did Cocktail to fund Finding. Yeah, Fanny. that's exactly yeah. what he did. Yeah. So, so Finding Fanny mm-hmm. is this beautifully done film. Like that is a good dark comedy because I'm not going to ruin it because unlike Hyder, there's not much being said about it because. Mm-hmm. It's an English movie. Very few people would want to watch it, and the Hindi one sucked. With Finding Fanny, there were a lot of uh, what's that guy's name who was Midna- Midnight in Paris. The three guys he meets, yeah, Louis Brunel. Yeah, a lot of Louis Brunel references in Finding Fanny. If you think there's a lot it. of art references in art Finding Fanny. Fanny. Yeah. See, it's one of those movies which there are two layers to it. One layer is what you see, and one layer is what what do you understand? What you understand? What you get on the third and the fourth. Hmm. watching i haven't watched that enough number of times but the film is so beautiful in the fact that it shows life as it is like hmm. uh, nasiruddin shah's character when he finally finds fanny he does <laughs> i won't say how and in what state but when he finally finds fanny his reaction to that whole thing is so real he's like what no this until is until then you see nasiruddin shah in such a yeah. having such a romanticized yeah, view, view of, of things mm-hmm. and then exactly which goes to the climax and then Completely different set of things happen which we can't talk about. I have uh, my take on the film is a little strange because I think apart from the the three that's Dimple Kapadia, Pankaj Kapoor. Who used a prosthetic butt? Butt. Yeah, Dimple Kapadia. Yeah, it was not. Oh a, shit! See, that no, no one can have a butt which 
ఇన్స్టెంట్లీ the budget dropped yeah exactly yeah, that's, so, that's what yeah. always happens so like it dropped to a scarily uh, by you know a scary proportion so they had to bring in someone with repute star to play power. star power to pull that budget up like they were saying you know what's sad but many google mary kum priyanka chopra's photographs come yeah. <laughs> it's like googling nelson mandela and finding morgan like, morgan freeman it's so depressing <laughs> <laughs> you could like find nelson mandela uh, morgan freeman so in victus man <laughs> film where the indian officials are assholes i think that every film gets right because yeah. they are like chuck bain also they were assholes everywhere they are assholes take it away abin go to bang bang so uh, out of the four people here i was the only one who plucked the courage to go to to go watch bang bang rather actually it didn't it's just you know this day and uh, night and day it's so when i was on acid i was highly considering watching bang bro, bang bro i i told you right when you told acid. me you were tripping on acid and i said you know what that's the you went for the wrong film you yeah, know what the wrong you should, should, should go for bang i'd be very depressed if i saw either on acid i would die i would yeah, die i think hey, this is about bang bang guys not about acid either So okay fine you the movie called the movie called Bang Bang it's got Katrina Kaif it's got Hrithik Roshan Hrithik Roshan's abs and guns and things so and it's got Jimmy Sharp it's got Jimmy yeah, I did, that I did not know it has Jimmy Sharp wait yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get to that oh so, wait let's let's, let's so go. it starts like off with uh, so I'm like we walk into the theater with you know extremely low expectations like you know what let's just this is going to be a really shitty film so it picks up it starts off with Danny Danzengopa in a in a prison cell reminiscent that of to that of uh, Javier Bardem's in Skyfall like exactly the same <laughs> and then they walk in and then they're like Mr. Richard Parker and I'm like are you serious are you serious Mr. Richard, Richard Parker no no like this the guy who That's owns the facility the tiger in life of spy <laughs> and uh, Peter Parker's dad Peter Parker's dad <laughs> so my sister and I are like uh, we're already cringing so he walks in and then there's Danny Danzengopa eating pizza hut pizza oh by the way this movie product placement is like everywhere you thought this was bad mountain game Yeah, I'm yeah. just guessing. I haven't watched the movie. Yeah. So called Mountain Dew pizza, I didn't know about. No, pizza, like Danny is sitting in the in what do you call in the prison and eating pizza. So he's in a high security <laughs> prison and he's eating pizza. Yes. <laughs> Jimmy Shaker walks in. That's what Jayalalitha's probably doing. <laughs> 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 so we have to talk about that after this. Jayalalitha. <laughs> so yeah, that happens. Then Jimmy Shaker will get killed by Tamilians, dude. Are you Tamilian? No, bro. Thank God. I don't want to get killed by Tamilians. Anyway, go on. So, huh? 
So Jimmy Shagel walks in and you know, yeah. and he tells and he's like, we're we're taking you and we're taking you back to the country to hang you for all the crimes you've committed. And this is a random out of the blue from nowhere. There's like no build up to where these guys came from. These guys just jump into the building and take over the entire building. And you're like, okay. Actually, if you think about it, the building where it's shot is actually the London Bank. You've seen that little yeah, egg shaped yeah. building. So I'm like, when did this become a prison cell? <laughs> for those who know. So and then they kill Jimmy Shagel and they leave his mom on the line and to hear him die and stuff like that. <laughs> okay, now get this: Katrina Kaif is a bank accountant. <laughs> wow! In in, in Shimla, who <laughs> can't bank in Shimla? Wait. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Who can't get a date? Katrina Kaif can't get a date. I'm telling you guys why Katrina Kaif can't get a date. She is into bottles of mango slice. No, but the funny part is they have a Shimla version of Tinder in the film. Yeah, they they have a Shimla version of Tinder in the film. It's called TrueLove.com. So as a so no, I haven't. Before I get to that, Javed Jafri is this guy's accomplice, Danny Ling's officer. He's like, what what do you want to do next? He's like. I want I want to reopen an old wound. Let's steal the Kuhino diamond. So I will put out give five million to the guy who steals the Kuhino uh, diamond. Okay. And then two days later, the Kuhino diamond is missing. Nobody knows where it is. Fuck. Okay. Wow. Cut to a shot in Mumbai. Man in hood is walking towards. Well, it's pouring. Man in hood is walking and he flips the diamond and you see the two thumbs. Whole audience is like, ah, everything. So, 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 and then there's Ritik Roshan looking badass and walking through the rain in slow mo, like nobody ever would in Bombay <laughs> because it's pouring. When so it's pouring in Bombay, <laughs> yeah. slow mo can fuck itself in the you ass. Hold on to something. You just run, run, or someone will run over you. It's Bombay. Salman Khan is probably coked up and driving his Land Cruiser at that point of time. Hey, you look like a what is that? Hey, street dweller. Hey, hey, chill. Hey. The reason I didn't watch it was they said. On the most non-violent day of the year, go bang bang. Oh fuck! <laughs> Because it released on second October. Gandhi I love what Rajesh and said that every time they're in, you know, they get close in the film and they should actually go bang bang. There's something else that happens when it totally takes you away from the entire. Damn it! Yeah, because I would pay good money to see these people bang bang. <laughs> Because they're the two hottest people. That's what you expect from a film like this. See and like you know when when they were in Zindagi Na Milegi Dobara there was that little bit of chemistry that they had which was which kind of helped the film a little bit but here there is nothing it's like it's basically Ritik Roshan has just skipped his entire fucking midlife crisis <laughs> and he's jumped straight into like the Daniel Craigish Josh Clooney phase that he's in is in now then he's like oh I'm so ripped See, look at my abs that <laughs> happens to you when your wife asks you for phone calls yeah. <laughs> that does happen yes you have to make that is that is more uh, uh, Suzanne Khan asks phone calls from Ritik Roshan And our Mars mission cost less than that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm you know, it's really, it's really sad because uh, uh, like Maybe she's I had a friend of mine. Planning a Mars mission of her own. She just wants to go to Mars. A friend of mine is like, she I have contributed like to the Ritik Roshan's Ritik Roshan alimony fund <laughs> by watching this movie. Everyone has. So, yeah, He so needs to make big movies to fund his wife. <laughs> <life. laughs> But did you watch the Kareena Kapoor video of her wanting? Mangalayan kya hai? Acha Mars. Oh nice! I also want to go to space. I also want to go to space. <laughs> Fucking dumb bitch. Anyway, that's why she did heroine and not gravity. Because in gravity, she wouldn't understand what's going on. What's happening to her? Yeah. In gravity, she would be the first person to die. Dude, in the space. <laughs> We are going to have a movie based on the Mars mission where we'll have a song dance. Exactly. <laughs> I thought about it. Like if gravity was made in space, because 
Now they're making that cancer film. What is its name? Portnastas. Portnastas in Karan Johar is remaking. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, that was. And it's gonna be Arjun Kapoor and Alia Bhatt. Yeah, Alia Bhatt. Basically, the follow-up to Two States. <laughs> the fault in our two states. The fault in our stars. Basically, like I'm telling you, the Indian version will be. She got cancer because she's Manglik, and her horoscope doesn't match with this. So he also gets cancer because he smokes, or he just lives in Bombay. Both ways you get cancer. Yeah, so and they die. But no, like Karan Johar is the same guy who made Kaluna Ho. Kaluna Ho was a movie where the guy who has a life-threatening disease is dancing like a madman. <laughs> What is the movie? What are running way? through the streets of Miami? Mahi ve, Mahi ve, and he's just run, dancing, and then he just falls and he dies. <laughs> So imagine you're you're trusting a movie like Fault in Our Stars to that man, the, and I think Karan Johar is freaking smart because when we saw him in that Alia Bhatt video, well, beautiful. Oh, you know, the band it was all him. Like the yeah. dialogues yeah. were him. He wrote he, it. Possibly. He wrote it himself. He's redone his own dialogue. You've seen the behind the scenes of yeah, the yeah. video. It's all. It's not AIB Katanmay Bhatt yeah. writing his dialogues. It's just him. It's Karan Johar like making fun of himself, which is great. I'm like that man has talent, but the problem with talent in our country is it's wasted. <laughs> Oh, Jaya Lalita, finally. The funniest thing of about her post is like Arnold Schwarzenegger came down to India and he met Jaya Lalita. Okay. And then she's in prison and there's a post of escape plan with Jaya Lalita instead of Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Arnold coming to India to launch a trailer for I is I think the worst thing that Arnold could have done in his entire life. No, dude. Like, like I said, you know, being Sarkar, the governor of California is is so much cooler than coming to Chennai in the middle of all that heat. To see the fucking trailer of I, which looks like a cross between Hulk and uh, I don't know Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. What the fuck is I? I have no idea. I is a film made by the same guy who made films, brilliant films like Enderin or Robot. <laughs> see, I'll tell you this. Basically, Shankar is so hipster. The guy who made it is a Tamil guy. He made he like Hollywood first made I Robot. This guy made Robot, then he made I. Jaya Lalita had a person in her thing to in her house to make food for a cook. <laughs> That is like if your dog has another dog because your dog is bored. Like what? The whole Jaya Lalita thing was the guy who got sworn in after she got went to jail. The guy who got sworn in as a CM. Got sworn in crying. He was crying when he was sworn in into the offices. Because like, he was missing Jaya Lalita, man. <laughs> no, you know, you know what my dad told me this. Apparently, when he was crying, and uh, he, they were told, I think about fifty minutes, they were told Jaya Lalita is watching the conference. So they saw the first guy. The first guy started crying, emotional. The remaining fifteen, the, the four ministers. They thought that they thought we don't cry. Don't start crying. <laughs> Then uh, we'll get screwed later when she comes out. So all of them break down in tears. They go like, ah. So Jalalita is basically King Jong Il. Un, un, un. Same difference. They all look the same. I had a really fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really fun. Oh, dude. <laughs> so, Not a racist thing. I mean, they sound the same. They sound the same. Not look the same. I don't know if I brought this up earlier, but to come, 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 come into King Jong. I mean, he's missing, have... right? Un. Yeah. Yeah, he's missing. He's missing. I think. I think James Franco and Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen are onto something over here. <laughs> They've done something real because he's missing. So apparently. Or maybe um, that's promotion for the film. Probably. Like, hey, bro, do you want to go missing? Yeah, man, sure. Cool. I love your movies, by the way. Big fans. So But his uncle got his uncle or his elder brother got like um, disowned by his father for going to uncle, Disneyland. Uncle. Oh no, that's his elder brother. Yeah. His uncle got killed. He killed his uncle. He killed his uncle by throwing his uncle in front of hungry dogs. Wow. 
That is a bad idea to kill your uncle. His brother got disowned for going to Disneyland or something. That's a scene from the next Quentin Tarantino movie. That's Mr. Burns. Release the other. That is like almost like a Bond villain, dude. What was the bald guy? Blowfriend. That's what he did. You know what? I've had this very fractious relationship with the South, right? And uh, they keep trying to bomb them. Now we're stuff. talking about international <laughs> politics, okay? <laughs> no, I read, I read this a while ago, where apparently South Korea, just to piss them off, there's one bridge that connects Pyongyang to South Korea. Mm-hmm. And on that bridge, there's this little border where, you know, it gets cut away. The South Korean forces are on one side and the North Korean forces on the other side. To piss off the North Korean <coughs> forces, what the South Korean, they come and they, you know, uh, place these huge ass speakers and on they the play bridge. South and, they, and, they play, and they play K-pop. <laughs> no, the thing is, the thing is, North Korea is so backward. When some of these North Korean defectors eventually manage to get into South Korea, they can't, you know, they they, they can't get on with life in South Korea because in like they just don't know things like the internet. It's like going into the future. It's like actually going into the future, and they're completely out of place because they don't know what. So most of them get pushed into prostitution, which is damn sad and. Either prostitution or just end up selling their organs. No, oh, wow. So there's there's no like there's no happiness even after getting out of North Korea. North Korea somewhere they don't get to eat. South Korea something they don't understand. And I think that brings us to the end of the show because it's fifty two minutes. Oh shit! Long and it has to be shorter. Uh, so we uh, plan to do these podcasts more often now, and uh, hopefully we'll do one in the next. What are our fans called? We should give our fans a name. No. We have Rishams. 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 Okay, we are losing fans. We are losing fans. (laughs) We've lost everyone. So, if you got offended by this podcast, go fuck yourself. But, no, we like everyone. We we are very inclusive. Except for Fala. Who hates everything. Who hates everything. Who wants to go to Pakistan. Bilawar Bhutto's right hand man. Mitro, thank you for listening to the episode. I would like to thank you. Huge Jackman. Huge Jackman who promotes Micromax and is Modi. And I I love uh, America. Okay, guys. Thanks for listening. Born in the USA. No, thanks for listening. You've been a patient audience of having gone through the entire if, thing. If you're still here, if you're still here, hello. Please come back. All is forgiven. All right, we'll be back soon with the next episode, which is going to be on something we don't know about yet. Thanks for listening. May the force be with you. Live long and prosper. Yeah, you had to say it, didn't you? <laughs> Fine, man. Thanks for all the fish. <laughs>